Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again. It's good to be back with you. And we have made our way to a brand new book, uh, the book of First Chronicles. And so we are just flying uh, through this, and uh, you are reading well, and you're staying on pace and uh, making a great headway in your read through the Bible in a year plan. Now today, we are going to do four chapters, and I know it's your favorite part of the scriptures. Uh, it is uh, one of those many uh, notorious sections of the Bible uh, that are devoted to genealogies. And uh, you probably may want to even sit down and memorize this, this section at the end of today. Um, you know, I think you probably maybe even put it to music or something. Uh, but uh, we are going to look at the first four uh, chapters. I'll say a few things about the, the books of First and Second Chronicles, or the book of the Chronicles. Um, it is a bit of a recount of what we've already seen in First um, and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings. Uh, but those books were written prior to the exile. Uh, the writer of the Chronicles, who might have been Ezra, I think that may be pretty popular opinion, is writing after that exile, that, that Babylonian captivity that began in 586 and extended for 70 years and ended uh, you know, in, in, in and around 516. And so uh, the writer of the book of Chronicles is writing uh, from the perspective, uh, first, you saw what God did in judging uh, Israel and Judah. So don't make the same mistake twice. Uh, also that God is faithful and the emphasis is going to be on the tribe of Judah, uh, the tribe of Benjamin, uh, the tribe of Levi, the, the, the priestly line. Uh, they're the predominant ones that are going to be uh, returning uh, to Judah, uh, reestablishing the nation, rebuilding uh, the, uh, the temple. And so, uh, in, in a sense, it is a defense of why it is they should return, reestablish the nation uh, within the uh, geographic boundaries promised by God Himself to Abraham. And so, uh, again, the first four chapters are devoted to these genealogies. I, I think what I want to do is just uh, highlight some names in the course. Usually we take a, a passage. I'm not going to do that today. But just some names that should stick out to you uh, in uh, the genealogies. In chapter 1, verse 1, we see we go all the way back to Adam, and there's a point to that. Uh, the God who created Adam, the God who created all that there is, has the right uh, to establish the order that he desires. He has the right to give that which he created, namely the entirety of the cosmos uh, or any particular section of that cosmos that he chooses to those whom he chooses. And so he has the right to give to these descendants to Abraham this particular portion of property that we know is Israel. So we go back to Adam. Uh, there in chapter 1, verse 4, we see uh, the, the one who built the ark, Noah and his sons. And we see the three sons listed there. Shem is going to be the one who is of importance to us. Uh, from Shem shall come the Semites, namely uh, the Semite who is the son of uh, Terah, whose name is Abraham. We find that uh, in uh, chapter 
24. And you can also, if you want to get another view of the table of the, the nations, and again, that, that kind of thing is at the front of our minds again with all of this stuff going on in Russia and the Ukraine and all the, uh, uh, the talk of uh, Gog and Magog and, and, and all of these different things. Well, you can see uh, if you uh, uh, can uh, uh, kind of trace it out where some of these people groups have originated, okay? And so uh, we have that in chapter 1. Uh, down in uh, verse 34, chapter 1, we see the mention of Abraham, uh, who's going to be the, the father of uh, uh, Esau and Jacob, or Israel, as he is named there. And then on down in uh, verse uh, 43, uh, since he has mentioned Esau, he's going to mention the kings of the Edomites. Chapter 2, the genealogy of David, going through the, uh, the sons of, of Jacob, and then settling on Judah, uh, the descendants and the way that the, uh, these ancestors of Jesus are going to get off to a rather sordid start with uh, Judah and his illicit union with Tamar and the birth of uh, the twins, bringing us down to chapter 2, verse 12, the mention of uh, Boaz, who comes uh, through the, uh, the, the line of uh, of. Um, of of Judah and is going to uh, father uh, Obed, who's going to father Jesse, who's going to uh, father ultimately uh, King David. And so that's very important to establish uh, from Adam uh, all the way uh, up to uh, King David. Chapter 3 deals with the king, uh, the descendants of, of David. Verse 10 deals uh, with uh, the birth of Solomon, the one that's going to succeed uh, David and mentions all of these different names. They're going to figure in uh, uh, to various types of intrigue in the days ahead. And then uh, a broader uh, view of the descendants of uh, of uh, Judah there in chapter 4 with a mention that you may recognize in verse 9 of Jabez. Uh, a few years ago there was a very popular book called The Prayer of Jabez that's lifted uh, out of this. Uh, that's not an, an advocacy for you to go read that book. I'm just saying that uh, that's where that particular concept uh, has been lifted uh, out of Scripture. And then uh, chapter 4 deals with the descendants of Simeon. And so again, that's about half of uh, the genealogies uh, establishing uh, the monarchy, uh, the right of the nation uh, to be in the land, uh, the, the establishment of the criteria, the lineage uh, that shall ultimately produce uh, the Messiah whose name is Jesus Christ, uh, the ultimate uh, son of David, the ultimate king of the Jews. And so I pray that uh, the genealogy has been a blessing to your day. And uh, I'm sure you can, from memory, write them all down in order. Uh, God bless you.